This is Radio Real Estate with your host, Mike Kent, on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. Brought to you by Linden Sheet Metal and Windermere Real Estate. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning and welcome to Ready Real Estate. This is Mike Kent and hope you had a wonderful week and uh, looking forward to the week ahead. Boy, things are really starting to uh, warm up, heat up in the real estate side of things. And I'm going to share with you some numbers. I'm also going to share with you how we compared to last year at this time. And we're going to talk about the cities with the largest increase in listings and how that equated to the medium price and how that compares to here in Whatcom County, Seattle, and Washington State. Some very, very interesting stats came out in the last couple of days. And uh, first off, though, let's talk about what did happen here. The last seven days in real estate in Whatcom County, single-family residential homes, we had 33 come onto the market, while at the same time period we had 40 go under contract. So the inventory went down just a little bit, more homes went under contract that entered the marketplace. The average size of the homes that entered the market, 1,923 square feet. The average size of the homes that received accepted offers this week, 1,744, a little bit smaller. The price per square foot, this is interesting. The price per square foot was exactly the same whether they were new product coming on the market or homes that went under contract at $347 per square foot. That is the current average price per square foot of single-family homes in Whatcom County. We had four come on at over a million dollars, while we had three penned over a million dollars. And that all-important category for those that need to pay attention to interest rates, the buyers looking for the entry level under 500000 We had 14 additional homes come on the market, while we had nine homes go under contract. So actually, that was a very favorable for the buyers out there right now, maybe trying to get their first home or someone downsizing. The inventory there grew just a little bit. If you're looking for a house in Whatcom County right now, as of an hour ago, you have 363 homes to pick from throughout all county, and we have about a two-month supply. So we're still running about a third of what we would typically call a normal market. And a lot of what I'm going to discuss coming up is we're returning truly to a normal market pre-COVID-19 because almost all the stats would point to the fact that uh, we're going back not to a downturn, but where we were prior to the COVID-19 virus changing everything. We'll be right back. Hey, neighbors, have you picked out your heat pump yet? Oh, no, not yet. We're not really in a rush. That's right. We're waiting for the right time. I mean, look at this weather. It's gray skies and rain as far as the eye can see. I don't know. I wouldn't procrastinate if I were you. Surely we have plenty of time. Summer is still months away. That's true. But here in the Northwest, we've got a bad habit of waiting till it's hot to think about air conditioning. Next thing you know, it's 85 degrees out and Linden Sheet Metal is slammed with installations. Plus, since a heat pump also heats, you can stay cozy during the rainy season, too. Slammed, you say? We can't have that. We're calling Linden Sheet Metal today. Don't procrastinate. Get a heat pump installed this spring before it gets hot and everyone else wants one, too. 
If you buy a heat pump in March, we'll give you up to $500 off installation. Plus, there are utility rebates and tax credits where you can save hundreds more. Don't wait. Call Linden Sheet Metal today. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years. DeWard and Bodie's Bellingham Outlet Center on Hannigan Road is stocked full of Ding and Dent appliance deals on refrigerators, freezers, laundry sets, dishwashers, ovens, and more. With deep markdowns because of factory blemishes, dings, and dents. Sometimes not even visible. Other times, the bigger the dent, the bigger the savings. Every appliance is covered with a full factory warranty. Plus, no interest financing options with no money down. Make DeWard and Bodie's Outlet on Hannigan Road your first stop for appliance deals. This is Steve Berger, Lead Counselor and Director of Contact Counseling Recovery Services. Despite being a fourth-generation Whatcom County resident from a solid, established family, when I was struggling with alcohol and drug addiction, my family didn't know where to turn to help. By the grace of God and a recovery program, I was able to get sober and have devoted the last 34 years of my life helping others find recovery from addiction. If you or a family member is struggling with substance abuse, please contact us at 360-671-3277 or contactcounseling.com. Welcome back to Running Real Estate. This is Mike Kent. I have got some interesting stats to share with you. This is a compilation of statistics for Whatcom County specifically for the month of January. So those stats have come in into the MLS. They processed them. They got them out to us the last couple of days. And here is what they found. January of 2023 compared to January of 2022 when we were in the, the midst of COVID-19. The market was nuts. Uh, there was no inventory, but here's what the actual numbers told us. In terms of the number of new listings that came on during the month of January, a year ago, we had 172 listings come on the market. And so it was very, very active. Realtors are busy getting product, getting things loaded on the MLS, getting the photos done. Things were really, really hopping. This year, believe it or not, we've actually had fewer listings come on at 157 during the month of January, okay? And what you need to know is the activity level really equates to how fast the sales were. Here's an example. January of last year, we had 142 active listings, even though we had 172 come on during that month. That's because the homes, in many cases, were selling as fast as they came on the market, usually within one, two, three days, particularly in Bellingham. So the total active listings at this time a year ago, January a year ago, is 142. This year is 361. That's a 154% increase in the number of active homes available. Still not enough. Uh, we're still a well behind what we need. Um, the average price, January last year was $823,044. This year is slightly lower, very, very moderate drop to 761000 So yes, we felt the impact. Yes, prices have gone down. But uh, prices have not come down like they have in the rest of the country. Very, very little pullback in our marketplace here in terms of the average price. Uh, following further, uh, we found out that the median price, which is more homes exactly in the middle, whereas many homes below and many homes above the price, this is right in the middle, not average, but the median price. 
January last year was 610,000. This year, the median price is actually quite a bit higher, 629,000. So the median price, a typical home you're gonna find out there is actually gone up in value. And a lot of it gets skewed by the number of high-rent listings, which we're seeing many, many more of right now. Um, the average time on the market, the average last year was about 95 days. That has increased about 100 days. That is a skewed number two because, again, that takes into account the very, very high-end homes, which tend to be a much longer market. Not unusual, for example, to have a $2 million home, a million and a half plus be on the market for six months, even up to a year. They sell, but it's a much smaller, smaller group of people that can afford those places. So what's happened around the country and how do we compare? Well, I can tell you that last year we're up, as I mentioned, 154% from last year in the number of homes that we have available. The median price January of this year was 600, I'm gonna round it up, $630,000. So how does that compare? Here are the cities with the biggest increase in inventory and the median prices. And some of these will surprise you. Ogden, Utah saw their inventory grow January over last year, the highest. They have 392% more homes available today than they had a year ago. Their median price was $512,000. That was followed by Nashville, Tennessee. You hear about so many people moving to Nashville. Their inventory now is up 304%. The median price right around 504000 Austin, Texas, another very popular place people have moved to, uh, largely due to what I call political refugees. They're headed to maybe a more conservative state. Austin, Texas, inventories up 260% compared to a year ago. The median price, 521000 Sarasota, Florida is up 259% inventory. Medium price, 240000 I'm going to skip down to Phoenix. That's one of the uh, places that is, that's the boom-bust city in terms of real estate, always has been. Their inventory is up 190% compared to a year ago. The median price is $478,000. Now, the city closest to us that was on the list is Seattle. And everyone knows that uh, we've said it for years, we fall about two years behind what typically happens in Seattle. Those timelines now are a little harder to predict because of circumstances like COVID, uh, like inner city challenges, et cetera. Some of the uh, changes are accelerated. But Seattle was the ninth highest city for inventory increasing. And the inventory is up 181% compared to last year. But here's the big number. The median price, despite the fact the inventory is high, despite the fact so many people have moved from Seattle to places just like Bellingham and Whatcom County, the median price is still $725,000. In fact, Seattle has done really quite well. They have the lowest per capita number of listings. They have 3,700 listings for roughly 4 million people. It's 3,700 more listings ahead of you go. However, it is the lowest per capita increase in inventory, even though they're the ninth fastest growing inventory in the country. So, and they're 80% pricier. Their average price is 80% higher than the rest of the United States median price at 725,000. That puts them, like I say, 80% higher than the rest of the country. They are our neighbor. In terms of real estate, they're our closest big brother. What's happening in Seattle is inventory is going up, 
not enough, just like Bellingham, and they have a price point that's 80% higher than the rest of the country. We have a price point that's much higher as well. So don't lose sleep about the value of your property going down because we have been insulated from the headlines that you're reading about other places like Nashville, Tennessee getting soft, uh, places like the Midwest, uh, places like Phoenix, Arizona, Florida. We are in really, really great shape. When I come back from the break, I'm going to share some more stats with you and also going to talk about our feature home of the week. We'll be right back. Hello, folks. Are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order, but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour, and let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement. Spring is coming, and if you're looking for more free time in the warmer weather, Winwood Enterprises can manage all your landscaping needs. They're a full-service company that can handle any size project, from mowing, weeding, pruning, fertilizing, and irrigation, to building retaining walls and patios. Winwood also has a blower truck that can quickly and easily blow in beauty bark, compost, wood chips, soil, and playground chips. Let Winwood Enterprises do the work for you. Call them or find them online at winwoodent.com. Are you looking for an auto shop that offers honest quality service? Hi, I'm Kirk, owner of Angler Automotive. At Angler Automotive, we strive to make sure that all of your automotive service needs are met. Angler Automotive provides the factory recommended services that are required to maintain your vehicle's warranty. Angler Automotive, outstanding quality with honest, reliable service. Check us out online at anglerautomotive.com. In the shop. It makes me sad. It makes me uncomfortable to have to say, yeah, well, it is a nice car. Love the color of the paint. You know, the seats feel great. <laughs> Kirk from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Eating 10000 bucks worth of repairs. Join them on In the Shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. I want to thank two of our sponsors make this possible every single Saturday and it's springtime Winwood Enterprises is back spring is coming bringing warmer weather along with great ideas for your residential and commercial landscaping projects Winwood Enterprises is a full service company ready to get your landscaping in shape they can handle any size project from pruning and fertilizing to building retaining walls or patio plus they have a blower truck that can actually Quickly come to your property and blow in beauty bar, compost, wood chips, soil, and playground chips. Winwood Enterprises have over 31 years of experience handling all of your landscape needs. Find them online at winwoodent.com. And also the good folks over at Linden Sheet Metal at the corner of Guide in Maine. They're Whatcom County's go-to company for your plumbing, heating, service needs, for your air conditioning, your home comfort infrastructure as well as sheet metal work. Of course, that's Linden Sheet Metal. 
So we're talking about uh, how things are evolving in terms of the real estate market. In this last couple of weeks, there's been more scary stories about real estate and how it's we, we're just going to fall off the cliff nationally. And actually, what's interesting, we're starting to see some stories show up this week that we may be hitting along the bottom. In other words, just pullback, which has been much greater in other areas of the country, in many areas as high as 30 to 37 percent pullback in prices, may be hitting the skids. In other words, it may be bouncing along the bottom. We're probably going to settle in there for a while, just like Matthew Gardner told us in 2023. Things are probably going to be kind of as they are right now. We don't see too much change unless we were to have an unforeseen rise or drop in the interest rates. That could change everything. But the way it's looking this year is things are going to kind of bounce along the way they are. So that means the market in most areas is probably bottomed out. In Whatcom County, we we barely felt a dent. We are in great shape. I've talked about that at length. But nationally, there are stories starting to appear that things may have actually uh, settled down a bit. And part of it is an adjustment and a paradigm shift in buyers' thinking. Now, many buyers can't get into a home now because the interest rates have priced them out of the home they were chasing. But what many buyers are doing now is chasing a different home. Maybe they were looking at a six, $700,000 property. Many of them now are realizing things are probably going to stay this way for a while. And oddly, in many markets like Whatcom County, prices still tend to go up in the best neighborhoods for the best product. So sitting around waiting as renters to save some more money and thinking that the prices are going to drop, reality is starting to set in. They're taking action. So rather than chase that $600,000 home, they have reset their sights on settling for something a little bit less because they want to get on that real estate ride. They don't want to be missing out. Anyone right now, and I just spoke with some people this week, they said, you know, we're going to sit it out for six or seven months because we think prices are going to come down. And uh, they realize the interest rates are in all likelihood not going to come down, but they think the prices are going to relax. That might be true in places like Phoenix, uh, places like Dallas, in the big market areas where there's lots of inventory, very, very possible. But it's not going to happen in Whatcom County. You've got to get with a lender. You've got to find out what you can afford and adjust your expectations. If you do that, you're going to be an owner this time next year instead of a renter because I guarantee as these values continue to creep up and as more people decide to stay put as tenants, rents are going to rise. That's why they're talking about more things like rent control and trying to settle down that storm. That is probably not going to happen. And if it does, it's going to take a long time. Your rent is going to increase. You're best to take action and buy the house you can afford instead of the house you might dream about. If you want to get in that dream house, you got to start somewhere. And I can tell you, if you go back 15, 20 years, when I first started in real estate, what would happen the first time home buyer would buy a home they could afford and then they would move up over the course of time as their family grew and as their income grew, they'd start stepping up. There's a tendency now, particularly when the interest rates were so, so low that someone could get into their first home and buy a five, six, $700,000 home. You could do that maybe if you had a 2.75% interest rate. That's not the case now. And the only thing that's holding many of those folks back is their expectations need to adjust to what the rates and the cost of serving that monthly mortgage is. 
So like I said, there's already lots of talk about things uh, beginning to settle down. Um, here's some weekly housing trends. This last week, this is nationwide. The median list price is actually up, and it supports what I'm saying. Don't wait around because the median list price nationwide last week went up 6.5% compared to the same week a year ago. The number of active listings is up 67%. So the assumption is, gee, if there's 67% more inventory, the housing market's going to collapse. It did not happen. Prices went up nationally. The time on market is longer, yes, 24 more days longer on average nationwide. And the mortgage rate is 6.5%, more than double what it was a year ago. But people are still buying houses. And we actually have less or the same inventory in most markets that we had prior to COVID-19. So even though the active listings went up 67%, we're returning to where things were right before COVID. And the activity level also equals that or is better in many, many areas. In other words, don't let COVID and what happened during that time period with housing dictate what's going to happen going forward. We are going to return to a more normal market, and that's really, really good. The cost of materials is already starting to soften because the demand is down. The cost of labor is going to shift. A huge change is happening right now nationwide. You've read about it in the news. You've seen it on TV. Is the tech industry are laying people off in droves. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people are getting out of tech. They are going to now retrain in many cases because they can't pe- compete with all the people that have been laid off as well into new careers. Let's hope some of that will go flow down into, say, the building industry, where someone may say, you know, I was writing code for computers two years ago, making big money. Now I can't make the mortgage or rent payment. I need to reshift. Maybe the Votex side of the industry will grow because those jobs need to be filled. They pay a great deal of money. And in so doing, that might soften the cost of doing new construction. When I come back on the break, too, I'm going to share with you an interesting story. If you've been following the Murdaugh murder case, whereby he was convicted with two consecutive life sentences, I believe that was uh, yesterday or the day before, what's going to happen to the Murdaugh estate? I'm going to tell you about that and about the property and what price it's going to hit the market. That just broke in the news the last couple of days. Uh, it's going to be listed. I think you'll find it fascinating, if nothing else. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. 
I'm just so tired of living on the street. We were soaking wet, caught in the first rainstorm out here. We had no bedding, and we were wet and cold. For someone who's been living outside for quite some time, think what a relief, what a ch it would be to sleep indoors again. The feel of warm, dry blankets, not having to worry if the tent's going to leak or how to fix your next meal. Feeling safe. Lighthouse Mission is reaching out to people in Bellingham who are homeless and without shelter. Will you take action to help someone in need today? Your donation will help someone who is homeless through new socks, a sandwich, a bottle of water, or other things they may need. Caring volunteers will listen and love them where they are, then offer an invitation to a safe night of shelter and a nutritious meal, the beginning of recovery. Donate or find out more today at thelighthousemission.org. That's thelighthousemission.org. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city, but sometimes things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI traffic alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are, and if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. More than 60 million Americans from California to Maine are under a winter storm warning this weekend. And Weather Channel meteorologist Chris Warren says those out west can catch a break from the rare weather event there. Another winter storm moving into the west coast. And with this also, again, in the mountains, feet of snow. President Biden just had some skin cancer removed from his chest. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. The president's physician says the site of the biopsy has healed nicely and no further treatment is required. First Lady Jill Biden had basal cell lesions removed at Walter Reed in January. The Ukrainian city of Bakhmut is getting hit hard by Russian troops. Deputy Mayor Alexander Marchenko. Currently there is no communication in the city, so it's cut off. The bridges are destroyed. The tactics the Russians are using are the tactics of parched land. They want to destroy Bakhmut like they did with Mariupol. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lynn. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate, second half. Appreciate you listening. This is Mike Kent, and I want to share with you a little insight into the Alex Murda uh, hunting property. What a bizarre case. I don't know if you've been following it, but if you haven't, uh, here's a little bit of a rundown. Uh, this is by Clara Trapasso, and she's actually one of our news editors for uh, the folks at uh, Realtor.com. And she's written for Financial Times and other places. But the headline is, South Carolina Farm, where Alex Murdo is accused of murdering his wife and son, is about to be sold. She said the South Carolina Hunting Lodge, where a scandal-plagued lawyer's wife and son were shot to death and a housekeeper mysteriously died, is it about to make its way out of legal purgatory as a blockbuster trial against Alex Murdo 
came to a close. As you know, he got uh, he got put away for two lifetimes, two consecutive lifetimes. He still has, I think, 90-some other charges he's going to have to face, but won't really matter. He's in there for a long, long time, the rest of his uh, natural life. They, they went on to say the next Netflix will drop its three-part series, Murdaugh Murders, a similar scandal, and they actually brought that out on Wednesday, all about this prominent attorney who's accused of stealing millions from his clients and the mysterious deaths swirling around his family. The series is expected to generate renewed interest in the $3.9 million sale of the family's nearly 1,800-acre hunting farm, which is expected to close next month. Alex Murdaugh is currently on trial for the murder of his wife, Maggie, and son, Paul. And he's also accused of swindling millions of dollars from his clients to help fund a drug addiction. And actually, this is the wild one as well. Hiring a hitman to kill himself so that his surviving son, Buster, would collect a $10 million life insurance policy. This, if this was a movie, no one would believe it. All the twists and turns is a really, really sad tale. It goes on to say, Alex faces more than 100 charges ranging from the murder of his wife and son. That has already been uh, dealt with, short of an appeal. And he will spend the rest of his life in jail. Okay, the farm, let's talk more about the property. It's 1,772 acres. And it spans over two counties. The county line goes right through the property. It's about 90 minutes west of Charleston, South Carolina. It's expected to close on March 8th was the original closing day. I don't know what the update is, but it was going to close, uh, uh, says John T. Lay, who is one of the two court-appointed attorneys charged with overseeing and liquidating Alex's assets and then putting them into a trust to compensate the victims. The farm has reportedly been under contract all the way to last June, but the sale had been held up in the courts, and the property is also where the family's housekeeper, Gloria Satterfield, 57, was found dead in 2018. If you don't know the backstory on that, she was the housekeeper. Somehow she mysteriously fell down the stairs and died. The crazy part is there was a $4 million life insurance policy that Alex held on his own housekeeper. So the speculation is he was in financial trouble and he's going to have to face the music on that one as well. Uh, it includes a four-bedroom, three-and-a-half bathroom home built in 2011. And the nearly 5,300-square-foot residence includes a game room. And there's also a 1,140-square-foot guest cottage on the property. And the sprawling property encompasses more than two-and-a-half miles of property along the Sakatachi River, which is a 20-acre dove field and 12 dog kennels. I mean, this was a hunting paradise, an amazing place. His uh, past business and legal experience uh, pocketed many, many millions of dollars, and he built this amazing estate. Of course, it all was in jeopardy due to all the troubled past he had in, in I guess for lack of a better description, embezzling proceeds from court cases from his very clients he was representing. A bad, bad man. Alex had transferred the property to his wife for $5 plus love and affection in 2016, which attorneys have argued was an attempt to shield his assets from pending and future lawsuits. That's the question, whether he transferred the Moselle Farm property out of his name and into his wife's name to avoid being used as an asset to pay off his creditors, says South Carolina real estate attorney Tiffany Wolf. And she went on to say that uh, Mr. Murdaugh is an attorney, so he has options available to him that the general public does not have going, not going to have available to the common person who's not an attorney. 
He's going to know more about real estate and forming corporations. So it's possible the properties he owns may or may not be accessible by the creditors, and there are plenty of them. Alex's victims, those he's accused of swindling, and those who had lost family members as a result of their ties to the Murdoch's, have been jockeying for compensation from a sale of this property going all the way back to June. The family of Mallory Beach filed a lawsuit against the estate last year. She was killed in 2019 in a boating accident when Alex's son, Paul, was allegedly driving intoxicated. The Beach family accused Alex that the Murdoch family contributed to Paul's underage drinking, and he, in turn, had a terrible boating accident in which it one of the, their friends died, so that family is suing as well. The Beaches are expected to receive more than $600,000, while the Murdoch's surviving son, Buster, is going to be awarded half a million dollars for his inheritance of his mom's estate, an additional two seventy-five dollars to be split among other victims. In addition, the $2 million-plus lien on the property from the mortgage company Palmetto State Bank will be paid off. The Beach House was sold for nine fifty-five in July 22nd, according to property records, and they also own uh, seven highlands off the coast of South Carolina, and he bought this in partnership with a suspected drug smuggler who died in 2018. It just goes and goes and goes and goes, but the fact of the matter is the property will be sold. Um, I don't know who would want to buy that. That's a whole other discussion, but uh, very, very tragic story and probably one of the most prolific liars on the stand in his own defense. He represented himself to a large degree. And in the end, it uh, certainly brought him down. Sad, sad story. But interesting on the real estate perspective, what happens when such a terrible tragedy occurs? It will be sold. Proceeds will go to the victims, the victim's family. We'll be right back. Mattress shopping. Oh, where do you start? Soft or firm? Foam or spring? Box or base? Who's got the best price? Okay, take a deep breath. Start at DeWard and Bodie. They keep it simple, really simple. Test out mattresses, find the one you like, get it delivered to your home for free. They've created comfortable showrooms where any person can lie down and test out lots of different mattresses. When you find yours, their professional delivery team will bring it to your home, set it up, and recycle the old one. It's that simple. Plus, you can take your mattress home today, paying no money down with interest-free financing. A lot of mattress stores have come and gone from this community, but DeWard & Bodie has been the premier mattress retailer in Whatcom and Skagit counties for over 20 years. Upgrade your mattress with the company you trust. DeWard & Bodie, they'll match any local price. They make financing a breeze and deliver for free. See for yourself how DeWard & Bodie makes mattress shopping simple at their mattress showroom in Bellingham. Hey, neighbors, have you picked out your heat pump yet? Oh, no, not yet. We're not really in a rush. That's right. We're waiting for the right time. I mean, look at this weather. It's gray skies and rain as far as the eye can see. I don't know. I wouldn't procrastinate if I were you. Surely we have plenty of time. Summer is still months away. That's true. But here in the Northwest, we've got a bad habit of waiting till it's hot to think about air conditioning. Next thing you know, it's 85 degrees out and Linden Sheet Metal is slammed with installations. Plus, since a heat pump also heats, you can stay cozy during the rainy season, too. Slammed, you say? We can't have that. We're calling Linden Sheet Metal today. Don't procrastinate. Get a heat pump installed this spring before it gets hot and everyone else wants one, too. If you buy a heat pump in March, we'll give you up to $500 off installation. Plus, there are utility rebates and tax credits where you can save hundreds more. Don't wait. 
Call Linden Sheet Metal today. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. This is Mike Kent. Hey, I want to thank uh, the folks last week. We had a couple closings. Things went really, really well. I'll give you more details on it next week. But uh, it is very, very active despite the winter conditions, despite the interest rates. Uh, don't let uh, headlines for somewhere else in the country uh, steer what you do here in Whatcom County. Uh, Whatcom County is doing just fine. Talk to your realtor. Talk to your favorite realtors. They're going to tell you what's happening in your neighborhood, what prices are doing. Uh, they're a free source to get that information. They don't get paid until they succeed with your property. So they would welcome your questions and your input. So tomorrow, Lisa Kent is going to be holding an open house in Birch Bay Village, my favorite corner of Whatcom County. It's going to happen from 12 until 2 p.m., she will meet you at the front gate there, the uh, village gate, and she's going to open up 8193 Skagit Way if it hasn't sold before then. We've had an incredible number of showings, and two or three people are circling. You know something's going to happen when the realtor calls or more than one realtor calls us. Hey, do you have any offers yet? Will you keep me posted if something happens? Uh, that's usually right before that wave hits the beach. <laughs> Anyways, it should still be available tomorrow. Uh, 12 to 2, if you want to see this house and Birch Bay Village, you haven't been in there, maybe never. It's a great place to discover. We've been there 22 years. We love it. And I got to send a uh, compliment out. Uh, we have a new Birch Bay Village manager. His name is Rick Tanner, and he is doing a tremendous job of communicating with the membership. Um, I've been through the course of one, two, three, four managers We've had a number of good managers. Mr. Tanner is doing an outstanding job of opening lines of communication with every single member, and that's what a good HOA manager should be able to do. So anyways, tomorrow, 8193 Schedule Way, beautiful little three-bedroom, two-bath home at 639950 and uh, it'll go very, very quickly. Hey, I want to talk about when do you sell a house? I get asked this all the time, but particularly this time of year, and people say, you know, should I wait? And there's two schools of thought. One school of thought is if you wait for the statistically best time to sell a house, that's also statistically the time when you have more competition. More homes sell in certain months than any other, but more homes are on the market, so you're competing. So you got to weigh those two things. Again, your realtor can give you some very, very good guidance on uh, what are the best months. But I can tell you... Um, the best months to sell statistically nationwide is May. May is the very best month. In other words, more homes will sell during the month of May statistically than any other month. And this is for single-family homes and condos. And this goes over the last 10 years, uh, their research. Uh, you might net a seller premium even of more money. Maybe the average, they say, can be up to 12.6%. And a seller's premium is defined as the amount that's above the market value of a home. In other words, they might pay 12% more than the stats say in that particular month. But again, I will couch it with there's more homes available than ever. So the stats look great. But if you're waiting for May, waiting for the uh, daffodils to come up, you might be making a mistake when the inventories are so low as they are right now. Once you get into September, 
the data changes. The seller premium starts to diminish, dropping by 7 to 8% on average because September is a tough month to sell a house. And that's because people are headed back to school. They're busy doing other things. Uh, they're getting uh, ready for winter, if you will. And that's probably the slowest market. And in the years I've done the business, September, I would say, would probably be the quietest. Oddly enough, December for us has always been a great month because we really focus on getting good properties on the market during that month because we know we'll have no competition. So fewer buyers are out there, but we're capturing more because we're taking advantage of the fact the inventory is down. So the very best month in order are as follows. Number one is May. The second most productive month number of sales is June, followed by July, and April is up right up there as well. But May, June, July, April, in that order, those are the months that you're most likely to see the most sales. It doesn't mean it's the month you're most likely to get a sale. That's the month when more appraisers, more inspectors, more realtors are busy because more homes are selling, but there are many, many homes on the market during that time. So, and the slowest months statistically are October, September, and December. But I don't buy the December one because you can take that problem and turn it into an opportunity, as I mentioned a short time ago. So the impact of the seasonality is places like the south and west. It's where temperatures change depending where you live in the country. Obviously, if you're selling a house in Minnesota, uh, February, March probably is not going to be real great. You probably still have two or three feet of snow. And I've always wondered, and I should get someone on sometime uh, in a winter climate where you might accumulate two or three feet of snow, maybe Buffalo, New York. How do you sell a house and a property you really can't see? But they do it all year long. It'd be an interesting discussion. But seasonality has a lot to do with it, and seasonality has to do with location. And if you lived in Whatcom County, even a full year, you know that uh, September is one of the prettiest months, even though it may be the slowest time. But you also know spring here, if you can predict when it's actually going to arrive, is really, really hard to beat. Tell you what, when we come back to the break, I've got some more information on the best time to sell and things you can check to make sure is not hindering your home sale right now. We'll be right back. Spring is on its way, and for you, that may mean a change in jobs or settling into retirement. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. If this spring you find yourself between jobs with no health insurance or planning on retirement and moving on to Medicare, then learning about your insurance options might be one of the most important steps you can take for you and your family. Give Vibrant USA a call at 866 733 and put us to work for you. For over 130 years, the Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks has been standing tall and supporting the communities across our state. Over $2 million is invested annually in the Elks Therapy Program for Children, helping fill the gaps in our medical system one child at a time at no cost to the family's help. Visit discoverelks.com to learn more about your local lodge today. Join in on the community, friendship, and charitable works of the Elks. That's discoverelks.com. Sponsored by the Washington State Elks Association and aired in cooperation with the Washington State Association of Broadcasters in this station. 
dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. The Wheelchair Warehouse, operated by the Bellingham Central Lions Club, loans mobility equipment to the public at no charge. The Wheelchair Warehouse is supported by Lions Club volunteers and your generous donations. The staff at the warehouse has a special request of anyone who has recently checked out the following items. Bedside commodes, shower benches, shower stools, and toilet seat risers. They ask if you've completed use of these items, please return them as soon as possible. The Lions thank you, and your fellow citizens in need of them thank you. Dedicated to service. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury, Bellingham's newest fine jewelry store. They're also a certified precious metals dealer, American Gold Eagles, Gold and Silver Bars, and a great selection of platinum. On Squalicum Harbor, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, Bellingham. Follow the bright light. Neater House of Luxury. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. I want to thank another one of our sponsors, Windermere Real Estate. Offices conveniently located at Linden, Birch Bay, Ferndale, Bellingham, and Fairhaven. And uh, we have been so fortunate this last year in particular in being able to share with our listeners and our clients a lot of the economic data that uh, focuses on Whatcom County. And big thank you goes out to our chief economist, Matthew Gardner. And that's just one of the benefits we receive is that tool to be able to share with our clients. If you did not get a copy of the last presentation, the 2023 prediction presentation, I will call it, um, just shoot me an email, mikeandmikekent.com, and we'll get a copy out to you. Hey, if you are thinking about buying in the spring, if you're going to be one of those folks that uh, help increase the number of units that are sold when the daffodils are up, now is the time, even though we're still just barely in March, to get with your lender. Get your ducks in a row. Often things will come up that your lender will tell you you need to address and take care of before you can get serious about it. And it might be paying down a credit card debt. Maybe you sell the boat or you sell the third car in order to pay that debt off because all those things are going to matter on your credit score and credit reporting that could impact your ability to get the house you're after or not. So don't put that off. Work on that right now. And if I were selling a house right now, I'd put it on the market right now because I know what's going to happen. If I were to put my house for sale, and I'm not, but if I were, I wouldn't wait till there's two or three signs on the road down the street from our place. I would do it now because I'd have the exclusive attention of buyers who want to live in that neighborhood. Um, in the village, for example, I think we have eight homes for sale. We usually in a normal market that we are going to go back to, folks, we would have 30 to 40 homes for sale. That's out of 1,129 properties. Our market inventory is so, so low. So let's say you've got your house in the market, and for some reason you just can't get things to happen. Maybe it's time to step back, have a look at the house, and see if any of these things are evident and the things that you can address. And often it's just getting the right party that appreciates that house and how it fits for them. But often we see a house, particularly when we're showing clients, that there are easy things to remedy if only the client knew about it or appreciated. When you live in a house, you take things for granted, and sometimes you end up with blinders on without even noticing it. And the number one thing is excessive damage. If you have, particularly coming out of the worst throes of winter, you might want to check and make sure 
Are those gutters hung correctly? Is the paint starting to peel on the fascia boards? Is there a foot of water in your crawl space? Um, is there anything that's happened over the course of the winter that's created damage which could hurt the first impression when someone walks around your place? If you had something happen, uh, maybe you had a water leak two or three years ago in the ceiling, you put a new roof on so you think it's a dress, but that ceiling still has stains in it or shows signs that there was damage there, get it fixed, get it fixed correctly. Because believe me, buyers have really good peripheral vision when it comes to looking for flaws because they're on the hunt for them when they're looking for a house. Number one, they're trying to find a place that fits, that works for them, that meets their checklist, their punch list. But trust me, they are looking very, very closely, even though they're going to get an inspection to see if there's evidence of problems, particularly if they see areas that are signs of deferred maintenance because that's a red flag. There may be other things going on that they can't see. But a house that's well-maintained, a house that's spotless, is going to be very, very much more appreciated than one that's not. Um, carpet in the bathroom. My gosh, if anyone still has carpeting in their bathroom, please remove it. That is slowing your sale down for sure. I don't know what interior designer back in the 60s decided that putting carpet uh, around the toilet and the tub was a good idea. It's not. If you've got it, get rid of it. That small change alone might be the difference between your older home yet to be remodeled, sells or doesn't sell. Hey, it's not like you got to cover a big space. You probably got to 20 square feet. You could put down the nicest flooring possible. It won't cost you very much, but that carpet could kill the deal. Big, nasty stains. We just had a property this last week. Lisa and I went to preview it. And the carpet was, let's just say, it was so bad. It looked like a relief map, if you will, um, of islands. It was awful. We ended up turning that listing down for two reasons. One, we knew it was going to be a real challenge to present, and it had so much deferred maintenance, it was going to be a cash-only sale for sure because the seller sadly didn't have the means to address those things. But the seller still wanted a price that just wasn't in keeping with the market. Now, if this was March of last year, maybe that would have worked out. We're not there, folks. Price your house right, and if it needs attention, take care of those things that need to be addressed. Pet smells. I really strongly suggest, no, no matter how wonderful Fido is, how much you love your cats, and my goodness, your animals would never do anything wrong, have a trusted person. Ask your realtor. Just ask them for an honest answer. Is there a pet smell in my house? Because nine times out of ten, the owners are nose blind. They're accustomed to it. And uh, they just don't know that it's there or how bad it's there. That's one of the number one things that make buyers turn around and move right back out. No matter how nice the house is, they will not stick around, particularly if they have allergies and that. So be sure that the, that's something to address. As the lawn begins to grow, and that's going to happen here in the next few weeks, make sure that the, the dead lawn you may have over the winter is repaired. That first impression as they pull up is hugely important. Get hold of folks like Winwood Enterprises and see what they can do to freshen that lawn up so it really pops, especially if you're waiting till May when the market is really, really active. Make sure your property looks as good or better than every other property that may be for sale in your neighborhood. Um, also, decorative style. It really pays to call a staging professional or an interior decorator 
to do a quick walkthrough and say, you know, I'd probably get rid of that uh, Elvis velvet painting that's in the living room and put something like this up. I'm exaggerating, but you want to neutralize it and make it look sharp. These are things you can have control of that don't cost a great deal of money. We're in a great market. Get out there. Get out that open house. Check out Birch Bay Village and the Skagaway property. And thanks for listening. I'll join you next Saturday on Radio Real Estate.